0: 97.1 FM Talk Podcast.
3: Welcome to the studio, Trisha Oldroy the full cast here on Wiggins America. It is time to do one of my favorite segments. Do you know what that segment is, y'all? Serious question. Take your time. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. think it through.
4: The sign off at no. the end. No,
2: that,
3: do I do it. love that part though. Yeah.
2: Something to do with sci fi or no,
3: no, I have been following Last Person on Earth movies, um, but no, this is and Quantum Leap, don't get me started uh, because I'm really enjoying that show. Uh, Okay, I won't. The reboot, don't. No, this is serious questions. Serious questions. Your stories. Yeah. Wow. Do you have your stories ready for serious questions? Yep. Okay, then let's let Trisha go first.
2: Yay! I think I'm the least prepared, so that makes sense. Good. Couple sentence for sandwich secrets. A Navy engineer and his wife, are, who both pleaded guilty to trying to sell sensitive secrets about the Navy's nuclear-powered submarines to a foreign country, are going to prison for a long time. That makes sense. The judge cited that the great danger that Jonathan and Diana Tobe posed to the U.S. security while handing down the sentences uh which were 19 years for him and 22 years for her so this is a big deal they shouldn't have done this
3: yeah little treason yep. from Jonathan Diane Pogue all
2: um <laughs> all uh, pretty <laughs> uh pretty standard stuff here uh the thing that's unique about this story is prosecutors say um on one occasion the couple hid the information in peanut butter sandwiches ooh
3: like that so
2: they were sneaking Classified uh, submarine secrets in sandwiches.
3: I, where were they sneaking them to?
2: I don't know that.
3: Like, were they they putting them in sandwiches and then just driving down Main Street and be like, ain't nothing in these sandwiches. No nuclear secrets here. Russia, you Nobody want a Nobody was P&J? asking you that, Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with Jonathan and Diana and their their peanut butter sandwich thing? They're always telling people about them, how there's no nuclear codes in them. <laughs> What's the deal?
2: Oh, all right. So that was the story. Uh, my... I
3: really want to know where they're sneaking these into that people are like, oh, that's just a peanut butter sandwich. I'm not going to question anything about that. <laughs> like, Like the peanut butter sandwiches are so normal wherever this is that they're like, this is a, a <laughs> this is a, for sure. Nobody's gonna ask.
2: Maybe it's some kind of foreign government PB and J swap where they go to a place. I'm thinking like a
3: VFW hall and and a Russian operative <laughs> walks in and goes, "I have the jelly. Have you my sandwich half? <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, no. Everybody brings their own sandwich and then you swap sandwiches. And- That's just an
3: old yeah, just an old PTA sandwich swap yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah
3: yeah yeah. that's just what they do so it's that's, just a rural thing that's the story thanks uh, for that
2: <laughs> my serious question was just have you ever snuck anything in somewhere
3: serious question uh i sneak food into movies all the time don't you mm, no because okay. you're not
2: supposed to
3: <laughs> That's a, a, other than that i can't <laughs> o- offhand i can't think of anything i i'm not a
4: covert food sneaker i'll just i'll just take food
2: you'll buy it when openly. you get there i don't do oh. it
4: open carry if i'm hungry you brazenly take food in. oh yeah <laughs>
2: wow that i feel like i'm in trouble if i'm sneaking something in i also feel like i'm in trouble every time i go to the airport like Oh, yeah. They think that I'm trying to sneak something in. Mm. Um, yeah, that's it. That's they, my But they do passion. think
3: you're trying to sneak something in. The problem with the airport is that you don't even know what you're trying to sneak in. No, and I know. They, it's... Well, we caught you. <laughs> what? I don't even know what I have. I'm sorry. That toothpaste is too big. Ah, I know. I know that. I know that. And I know that's against your rules. And I'm so sorry. Well, here's here's
4: a good thing from that story, though. The world of espionage... Has not been impacted by the peanut allergy fad. Oh, yeah, they don't seem to be worried about it.
2: I guess it's not a global health crisis then.
3: Right, right. That's just an American thing. A
2: peanut panda, peanut, peanut allergy pandemic.
3: <laughs> We're just gonna assume. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. No, that's just us. I, I will say this though that the only time I ever actually sneak things in. Well, I'm always sneaking things in everywhere because I always have food in my pockets. I just carry food in my coat pocket. And it's weird food, too. And it's candy. and Expired. Foreign. I had like a a health bar last night that I took to soccer practice accidentally. I'm like, when did this end up in my coat pocket? Did Mm. you eat it? I thought about it, but it was pretty old. But I didn't throw it away. never
4: stopped you before. I I
3: did keep it, though. I I thought at some point I might still want this. (laughs) In case of an emergency. (laughs) Exactly. All right, uh, you go first. Or sorry, second, Roy. Okay.
4: All right, here's my headline. Beyond Meat reports wider than expected loss <laughs> and falling revenue. Mm. Okay, so some key points
3: here. Uh, the demand for the meat substitute has tumbled. Beyond Meat is that associated with a particular fast food chain, or is that just a company that sells soy meat? They just.
4: I think it's the brand.
2: They, okay,
3: it's the, they sell to
4: everybody. Okay. Uh, they've tried to revive demand by offering restaurants and grocery customers discounts. In October, the company said it would cut 19% of its workforce, or roughly 200 employees. And if you scroll through the article, this little tidbit jumps out at you. Mm-hmm. We'll give you time to scroll and find it. Here it that. is. I got it. Uh, they're also facing turmoil inside the C-suite Chief Operating Officer Doug Ramsey left the company after being arrested for allegedly
3: biting another man's nose in a parking garage. Oh, I did. You brought this to uh, Annie Are You Okay or something, didn't you, Tricia? Uh-uh. That story? No. Oh, the biting of the nose. I remember that, though. So, serious question. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Have you ever been
4: so hungry because you're avoiding actual meat that you wanted to eat somebody's face? (laughs) No. No. I love this question because we just
2: talked about, I know you've been out for the past few weeks. We Mm -hmm. talked about, would you eat a human if you had to? Mm -hmm.
3: Uh,
2: One of my favorite conversation starters uh, recently.
3: We did almost a whole segment on cannibalism and the necessity for it. And I've talked to a lot of people outside of the show about that specific have you? thing mm-hmm. because you brought it up or because they heard it here
2: because i brought it up and <laughs> okay. told them how great it was and that we were doing such great content like that uh have i ever been so hungry that i'd bite a person's face no but i would eat a person if i had to
3: yeah we determined that already interesting and you would too
4: so is that the reason why they're pushing majority rule uh bill gates and all these people pushing the fake meats and the eating bugs and all of that it's because they're they're secretly wanting us to become cannibals maybe because we're going to be so
2: dang hungry not those dots at all i really do think you
3: need to work on your conspiracy no even if i'm all in on that conspiracy i don't see how you're connecting those things (laughs) like they want you to eat bugs therefore they actually want you to eat people is what you were saying right soylent green I think I, I still, I'm still not following you, but that's okay. I do
2: like the irony that the Beyond Meat guy is chomping on people's faces. He's eating faces yeah.
3: because he can't eat meat. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I hear that part of that story, yeah, and I accept it. Here's mine. Serious question. This may be the worst encounter Stormy Daniels has ever had, which is saying <laughs> something. Is if You know what is, I mean? Yeah, that's a big statement. This former porn star revealed her former home was allegedly haunted by, quote, a very dark, non-human thing with tentacles. This is a real story from the New York Post. It's a little racist. What? (laughs) Daniels, (laughs) whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, said on a new episode of Ghost Magnet with Bridget Marked that the unknown entity would break items in her house, affecting her health, And her mental health, (laughs) which is, it seems a little obvious if you got a a dark tentacled entity doing things in your house that it would not bode well for your mind. She says definitely one very, very, she was asked to describe it very, very dark, non-human thing with these tentacles. And that's what I caught on camera, which I want to see. And it shattered my ex's guitar. (laughs) This is, Whoa. This is an amazing story. Or an
2: elaborate excuse for why she broke her ex's guitar. Maybe, or how the ex's guitar maybe. got broken.
3: <laughs> he comes home. <laughs> what the heck? Okay, you're not gonna believe this, <laughs> but <laughs> it is a very, very Dark non-human thing that did that. (laughs) It's got tentacles.
2: I'm going to go on the very popular. What show was it?
3: Uh, Yeah, Ghost Magnet with Bridget Marked.
2: Yep, I'm going to go on the Ghost Magnet with Bridget Marked to prove it.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. If if Bridget Marked vets it, (laughs) then I'll accept that excuse. (laughs) Uh, She said, "Quote: This is the end of the story, though. It just snapped in half one day, sitting on the stand." it did not like him at all. I guess the thing didn't like her boyfriend is what she's saying. <laughs> the, thing the thing didn't like her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, it just mm-hmm. snapped in half one day sitting on the stand. That's not even implying that the tentacle thing did it. <laughs> That's That would be an invisible thing that did that if it was just sitting there. I think Stormy may have snapped mm-hmm. that guitar in half. Bridget but... Mark uh, had her on, though, to talk about this, I so it must have been fine.
2: Salt Bridget Mark.
3: Um... So, serious question. Serious question. And it seems obvious that my question would be, have you ever had a tentacled thing in your house? <clears throat> it does. But yeah. no. My serious question is, has Stormy Daniels ever been in your house? N- no. No comment. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your wife might be listening. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> no, oddly enough, she hasn't. Yeah, that is odd.
2: She's been on my television and the news. It's nice that she's not really in the news anymore. Isn't
3: it? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? You know what, though? To conclude this segment, and we were talking about, we've talked about Trump and DeSantis and all this stuff in recent weeks, but the, it's that kind of stuff. I mean, really, let, let's be realistic. It's that kind of stuff, the Story Me Daniels stuff, that is the reason that people are fatigued by Donald Trump. Even people who love what he did Policy-wise, they love that he would tear out government and and, and build it anew. All the stuff that you like about Trump, it's that kind of side garbage that wears people out about him. And ultimately, I don't think that DeSantis would have that stuff. And I'm a Trump proponent. I'm not saying I wouldn't vote for the guy again. I absolutely would. I may even vote for him in a primary. But that's the stuff. That very stuff is, is what does it.
2: Do we have just like one more second here? Go ahead. Okay. I disagree. I don't mind that stuff at all. Really? Yeah. I'm not, I don't find it endearing and Mm. I don't, but that, that kind of thing impacts my, uh, my support for him. Zero percent. What is starting to wear on me is if he goes down this path of me before party and at the expense of the country.
3: Dang it, you are right. (laughs) That's that's true because that's ultimately what's going to do it. That's what's going to do it. It's not, but all that other stuff was so it was just annoying. It was, it got in the way, it was
2: nonsense, it was gross.
3: But you're right, as far as looking forward, that's not the stuff that's going to do it. You're completely right. It's the stuff where if he's it's when he does friendly fire. Now, if you're in a primary with Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz. And he's able to somehow pick off those guys by calling them names. And you're Donald Trump and you're new
2: to politics and you're in this fight. But now you know that the the power you hold. Yeah. If you divide, if you purposely divide the party and and the Republicans lose again in 2024. Yes. Because of of the ego thing. Yeah. That is a problem for me.
3: Roy, last words.
4: Yeah, I think I'm going to say it because I know everybody's thinking it. Yeah. It's disturbing to me. That she had to bring up the race of the tentacled ghost, uh, the skin color, it's not appropriate, and to assume that it was a him. I think we
3: can all agree. Roy, the first of all, you're right about gendering uh, a demon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how offensive that is. Right. But second, I will call you on the fact that the, on the second time around, though, her quote was that things were spontaneously breaking... So she was not referring to anything at that point. She was talking about an invisible thing. That can't be offensive. His karate lessons might
0: not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it.
3: I've been looking forward to this segment for probably three or four weeks. I've been compiling a list, and some of these were compiled for me. A site called Zero Hedge, which I love, uh, put together quite a few of them, but I realized it was not a full list. It was missing quite a few. And if there's been a theme this weekend on this show on Wiggins America, it's been uh, spin. It's been the way stories are treated. It's not... Something new. I mean, we talk about that all the time. But how just how much do you trust the mainstream media? Whatever story is happening right now, should you accept the narrative being given to you by the mainstream media? And my conclusion here is maybe not. Surprise, surprise. You probably didn't know I was going there. But maybe not. Um, this is just a list of the last few years into Trump's term up to now of absolute hoaxes that the majority of America at least believed at the time. Some may still believe these things. I'm just going to start reading them off. We'll talk about them. Number one, Russian collusion. The biggest problem with this one, it persists, even though it was not true. It was proven not true by the Mueller probe and continues to be out there as false for everyone to know, Yet, because the media pushed it so much during Trump's first two years, especially, a lot of people still believe that, that Trump colluded with Russia, even though there is literally zero evidence of that ever happening on any front. How about this one? Trump called neo-Nazis fine people, talking about the Charlottesville thing. That didn't happen. It did not happen. Somebody's head just exploded. Of course it happened. Go watch the clip. Go watch the clip. He did not call neo-Nazis fine people. Do you want proof? Go watch the clip. Jesse Smollett. I don't think I need to add to that. Bubba Wallace and the noose that he said he found in the garage. Everybody reported, reporter, oh my gosh, can you believe it? Because it's NASCAR. NASCAR looks like it would be racist. Let's report on that. Oh wait, it was just a it was just a pull down rope for a garage door. The Covington kids, remember? Uh, the Covington kids, that kid won big against the media for uh, smearing him. The Governor Whitmer kidnapping plot. The the hoax there is that the FBI had a whole bunch of agents embedded in with these like four guys and basically pushed them into doing that kidnapping plot. It's not that the guys didn't do it. It's that the FBI basically made it happen and then turned on them and said, look what they did. You can't do that. And most people who reported on that at the time, they still don't know that that's true. Uh, I don't know about this one, but the Kavanaugh gang rape thing, um, that was a a weird one because we never, there was just nothing to back it up. There were never, it was never that it was true. It was just that it was a bunch of smears that were never proven true. Even to this day, some people still call him a rapist because of it though. Uh, The Trump P tape, that's related to Russia collusion. COVID lab leak theory. Nah, that can't be true. You can't even talk about it. In fact, we'll ban you if you talk about it. Oh, wait, it probably is true. Do you see recently more and more researchers are saying, look, we know that this is politically charged, but the problem is everything we see is related back to the fact that this came from a lab in China. We don't see any of the bat stuff. We don't see any of that. This one's a little less severe, but... Border agents whipping migrants. Remember the White House press secretary? I think Jen Psaki at the time was talking about this, and it was completely false. Trump saved nuclear secrets at Mar-a-Lago. We talked about that one already this morning. That's just recent. There were no nuclear secrets. In fact, what's crazy is what they've determined from that whole FBI raid on a former president is that everything he had was pretty inconsequential. So what... (laughs) <laughs> what's the narrative? I mean, what were they trying to do there? There, it was completely ridiculous. And it was, you saw it from the get go that people went, uh Oh, this is a problem. This is going to give the right wingers a, a whole lot of fodder for talk. And it, it did because it was wrong. It was a wrong decision by the FBI, a completely partisan organization at this point, at least at the high levels, the steel dossier. Again, that's rest uh, referencing Russian collusion stuff. Um, Trump saying drinking bleach would fight COVID. That didn't happen. Watch the clip on that one. How about a Muslim travel ban? It was spun that way. It was not that way. It was from primarily uh, terrorist organizations within nations. And so they banned the nations that had high terrorism. Um, And they called it a Muslim travel ban. And it absolutely was not. You can look at the facts on that too. How about Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop? We've been talking about that this morning. 51 CIA agents. Here's a little bit of an update on this one, by the way. Jim Jordan, who will be heading at one of the committees in the House here soon, wants to call every single one of those former intelligence agencies or agents who signed off on the fact that this was Russian disinformation in for questioning to see what their motives were. Not just motives, but I would love to ask the question, why did you think that this was Russian disinformation? What did you have to prove that they will have nothing? If you question 51 former CIA agents who were just giving in to the Brenner CIA political message. Um, Trump built cages for migrant kids. That didn't happen. Those cages were built by who? Barack Obama. There's other ones on here that are they're not as important. Trump overfed koi fish in Japan. Do you remember that was a stupid story and it wasn't true? Um, Trump tax cuts only benefit the rich. That is patently false, but they'll just say it over and over. Cloth masks prevent COVID. If you get vaccinated, you won't catch COVID. Uh, don't say gay is in a bill in Florida. Those words are not. I heard that even just recently, people talking about the don't say gay bill. It's not in the bill. Now That one's a little bit more debatable because you could say, well, the spirit of the bill is blah, blah, blah. Well, the fact is they call it the don't say gay bill. The words aren't in the bill. Uh, Trump, used tear gas to clear a crowd for a Bible photo. He didn't, that didn't happen. That was false. Uh, Ivermectin is a horse dewormer and it is not for humans. This one's gotten turned on its head drastically recently because people are coming out and saying, look, you actually can take this, but nobody would say it at the time. That's what these cowards will do. They just back off because it's their career. Which I kind of, I guess you kind of get, but still, come on, man! Somebody say something! Come on, man! Uh, mostly peaceful protests. <laughs> that one's just that one's silly. <laughs> that's just so stupid because they're so not peaceful in 2020. Those protests were just burning buildings down. Well, they're mostly peaceful. Uh, that's that's the the most of them. I mean, there's a couple others on here that are. Like, democracy is under threat. These are things you could debate. The last one that is patently false, that people still say, is that Officer Sicknick was murdered by protesters on January 6th. He did not. He died uh, later of a heart attack. It had nothing to do with the protest. It was just a random happenstance. So that, and I, 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 some of those are ones that I added or added to because they weren't full. I added also that Kyle Rittenhouse traveled across state line with weapons. How many times did you hear that? That wasn't true. I just think it's important not necessarily to stand here and spike the football and be like, look, look at all these things, but to remember as you hear them now, to remember how much everything comes through a lens and what's really embarrassing. Closing thought here, just because, I mean, we got to move on, but closing thought these are organizations that have so many more resources than a show like mine or a station like this. Not that one has no resources. It's doing well. But for instance, I'll use myself as an example. I have no team. I have Trisha and Roy who come in here who are co-hosts, but I have literally no oversight above me, which is great. I don't want oversight, but I have no producer. I have... No help. It's just me. I do all the research. I do the show myself. I'm running the board here. This is it. And it's up to people like us who have been given a microphone to share these things because so many people with big teams and big microphones and lots of resources have advocated that responsibility so badly. You just heard a list of reasons why. That, that stuff should not Happen. Now, it's not that just that it can't happen. It can't. These are still people. So you have to be forgiving that if they get something wrong, they're going to change and get it right. It's that they don't want to get it right. They want to lead with the worst thing possible. They want to lead with somebody's trying to hang Bubba Wallace. They want to lead with people beat up Jussie Smollett and yelled, This is MAGA country in downtown Chicago. They want these things to be true. They don't care about the truth, they care about their truth. And they want to share that with you and set the agenda for America. That's the problem. It's not that people can't get things wrong. It's that the people with all the resources still with the legacy media. Now, this is changing before our eyes. But right now, still, the legacy media has the resources, has the money. And people like us do not. People like me, I have no, like I said, have no producer. I'm just coming up with this by myself. And I'm glad that you're here for it because this is what it takes, right? Thank you for tuning in to Wiggins America this holiday weekend. We'll be right
1: back. Selling a little or a lot. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your
3: reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Old, ago, Trisha is kind enough to come back in the studio, and I wanted to talk about this because we've been mentioning it for weeks. You've been telling me to go watch the movie, Don't Worry, Darling. And I said, well, I got to go get HBO Max. So I did.
2: Wow. Just for this?
3: I, I did, really. Because awesome. you weren't the only person saying to go watch it. And lots of people in my life have said, have you seen Don't Worry Darling? Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, no, Tricia told me to watch it, though. It had Wiggins written all over it. And you're right. It did. And so my wife and I was one of the few that both of us were really interested in watching. Kind of cross some genres
2: does it brings couples together because i tried i told eddie this is what i want to do this what i want to watch or haven't it was actually my birthday so he was in no matter what cool and then i kind of told him what it was about and he's like wait a minute Mm -hmm. i'm into that and we both really liked it
3: so we can set it up a little bit without giving away too much because it's a fun movie because it's one of those that's unfolding the whole time Mm -hmm. and you're kind of trying to pick up the clues and trying to see if you can figure out where it's going but the style of it is super cool. It looks like it's set in a 1950s ideal idyllic, um, California community. Yeah, right, a suburb. Yeah, one of the I think they call them the Valley communities, whatever that means. I'm not from California, but I hear that enough. It
2: looks nice,
3: and so and palm warm. trees and people kind of hanging out, and they're wearing all the 50s kind of style stuff mm-hmm. and drinking s-
2: martinis at lunch.
3: Exactly, and the style of that is just super cool. And I don't care what you're going to do with cool. that, but the setting itself.
2: The simplicity
3: is cool. Exactly. There's something charming about it. Very. That whenever we whenever we talk about 50s style stuff, usually you think about the, the Midwestern 50s and the Detroit 50s, a lot of that stuff set this way. This is LA 50s, which is a different style, but still you, you'll recognize it when you see it. And so from there, I don't know what else you want to set up, but you, the the pitch you gave me was enough for me to want to watch it.
2: I don't even remember how I pitched it to you now, other than, so you hear, don't worry darling, you hear Harry Styles and you think that's a chick flick, never mind. It's not. It is not. It's Stepford wives E.
3: Yes. Yes, that's what you said. The
2: women... Spend a lot of time lounging and they're on a pretty strict schedule of cleaning and then cocktails with girlfriends and the men go to work every day.
4: Yep. Yep.
2: And that's pretty much all, you know, for a good portion of the movie.
3: And Chris Pine is awesome in that movie. He's the big boss of mm-hmm. the whole town it seems. I mean, you don't really know exactly what's going on.
2: They the centrally located in this town there's what appears to be a plant where people go to work.
3: Yeah, like the company. Yeah,
2: the all the men work at the
3: company. And you're going, "What does this company do?" Mm-hmm.
2: "What's going on?" And the
3: women aren't really asking that question, mm-hmm. but your main character of course starts asking that question. Yeah. And so, yeah, highly recommend watching that movie simply because Harry Styles because of Harry Styles because I can't get enough of Harry Styles. That's
2: what people think when they think of that movie and you.
3: I they I hopefully when people hear Wiggins America they immediately go Watermelon Sugar. Yes, is that even a Harry Styles song? No, I think it's not. Oh, oh, I thought man, I was thought I, was I had to it.
2: I had to think about that. No, that might be a Jonas Brother.
3: Oh, I oh. think you're right. I'm not. Which
2: you love a good Jonas Brother too.
3: <laughs> Clearly, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, we don't have a whole lot of time here. That is our endorsement for your full weekend here.
2: Is that the whole segment? That
3: no, that's not the full segment. No, I I'm usually... never
2: coming back. You're never going
3: to ask <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> you have been here tons. <laughs> um, this. Oh no, it is Harry Styles. Yes,
2: Watermelon yes! Sugar. Yes, I Darn right never, it is. ever question my knowledge <laughs> of Harry Styles. That
3: song is so stupid. It's terrible. I hate that song. I do
2: like late night talking though.
3: I don't know that song. It's... I can't tell you that Harry I like Styles anything song. by Harry Styles. The only song don't I knew worry, by darling, him, I like... thought was stupid. That's not by him. He's in it, and it was supposed to be Shia LaBeouf. And I wish it would have been Shia LaBeouf.
2: You're right. I think Olivia Wilde directed it though, and I believe she's dating Harry Styles right now.
3: I do too, and I think that she maybe was dating Shia LaBeouf. No, no, really? Maybe I
2: don't know. Mm, rumors get started.
3: <laughs> Let's. Hey, it's on the radio now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is a there's a part of this segment that I want to do with you because I've never done this with another person in the room oh lucky me I always do this just to the audience it's called lucky them the game of lies the The game Game of Lies! lies Okay, so the Game of Lies is where I just read, what I usually do is I read a full story and then I ask the listener, where's the lie in this story? In this case, I'm just going to read a headline and I'm going to ask you, where's the lie?
2: Okay, I'm ready.
3: This may not be very long. Okay,
2: (laughs) (laughs) you only got one of these?
3: I got one, All right, that's it. All right. The headline from Sky News, international news source, which I I follow simply because I like sometimes looking at what other people are saying about us. BBC's sometimes good for that, but a little bit overused. So I like Sky News. Sky News says, supermarkets are, quote, taking advantage of customers, unquote, with fuel prices higher than they should be. Do you find a, a lie in that?
2: Um... I mean, the premise... Yeah. The Yes. Hold on. I had it. Obviously, the premise is wrong. Um, supermarkets are taking advantage of customers with fuel prices higher, higher than they should be. than they should be. Yeah. Well, supermarkets don't set fuel prices, and neither do gas stations.
3: That is mostly correct. Now, they can pad it. They can raise it a little bit.
2: Yes, but they're not the reason that fuel cost is hi that's I, that's incorrect who's but are we talking Sam's Club what are we talking about like I, are they saying that I quality- think that's
3: what they're talking about is Sam's Club Walmart's Costco's okay places like that and
2: this gets perpetuated though often because again Sam's Club Costco wherever you buy your gas, still has, has to purchase the gas you yes. can't inflate it so much yes and supermarkets are the ones giving discounted gas they're at least in this lower. country they're yes. usually low which yes. is why you buy the membership yes am i close to the lie
3: uh, you, you're or am i getting around it you, no you <laughs> have completely covered it and are way past it that's oh. it, this was such an obvious one to me did
2: i break it did i break the game you did High you scored. destroyed it what's that
3: mean you destroyed the game of lies it was too easy Give and me I one. should have known that going into it that you would have aced the test. Cause you did. It's so obvious reading that headline, I just can't believe that it's somebody's job to write that news. That that we're supposed to take our focus the White off House of press secretary
2: I mean, Or there's the staffers write that news and the White House press secretary delivers that news yes. in this country on a daily
3: basis. That's why I was shocked to see that this is an international news source saying it. Because I've lost so much faith in American media. But then you see this and you go, are they t- also just parroting whatever either their leaders or our leaders are saying? The
2: answer's probably yes. I think
3: it's true. I, I follow this news source for that reason. Because they do have kind of different takes on some things. But I'm, I'm disappointed overall, take this for what it's worth, to see how much international news just follows the narrative of whatever America's news does. Which means really that America is setting the standard for everything worldwide. I mean, I'm talking not just Western media. Because you'd kind of expect, well, Europe might have similar takes on things as us. But I'm talking Al Jazeera I'm talking Latin American news that I can read. You know, they'll still do a lot of stuff in, in English. It's disappointing how much mm-hmm. they don't question the American narrative because America mm-hmm. sets the tone for everything. Rip and read. You got it. All right. Thanks, you. And thanks, uh, you too. Thanks you. Thanks <laughs> Good for thank Ryan, me. you. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. You know what? i got very little time here at the end of the show. I was going to talk about Cochise County. I was going to talk about uh, the Arizona certification issue that they're having that I actually find very fascinating. And so, you know, that that's, that's something we could dive into. But there's a little bit of wait and see there because they're talking about November 28th being the deadline for certifying that election. As of right now, you can't call Katie Hobbs governor-elect or anybody else elect of... Arizona, because nothing's been certified. So anytime you see that, I'm calling it out. You can't say that yet. Um, Anyway, that's an interesting, interesting development that we're going to keep following. But since I only have a few minutes here left with you before the end of the show, I, I am terrible at doing this. I love getting feedback from you when you send me messages on Facebook and Twitter and even email that I get. And, and I and I will interact and, and talk with anybody who uh, chooses to do so about topics or this show or whatever. Um, and so I really appreciate it, and I love talking to you. I never mentioned it on the air though, so I figured I should I should start doing that. Uh, this is from Virginia. She sent a message last week. She says, "Hello, Ryan. I'm listening uh, to the morning version of Wiggins America on Saturday mornings, which is, we're also on five to seven on Sunday evenings now." Uh, love it. Praying more for our country and the people in it, it was exactly the same conclusion I came to uh, after the midterms. So I, a little bit more there, but I just wanted to say that that's referencing a comment that I had made about uh, feeling kind of not sure what to do after the midterms. And I don't know, maybe you're past that and um, you've moved on. I guess, in a sense, I have, too. We know what the conclusion is going to be. The Republicans are going to have the House right now sitting at roughly 220 seats. Not a huge majority. I mean, we're talking about a pretty bare majority there, but it is a majority, and that's what matters. And so we are going to see a Republican majority in the House, still a Democrat majority in the Senate, even if Herschel Walker does pull that seat off. It'll be 50-50, just like it was with the presidency. Vice President flipping to Democrats and I came to the conclusion that ultimately what's not what's going to change everything is not just the fact that Republicans need to get their ground game better. they need to go after votes, uh, not just in the traditional way of spending money and putting up yard signs and and talking about issues. I, I know right? that's what we should be doing is talking about issues because that's what matters that's what should matter, but actually going and collecting votes they need to have a better grassroots game like Democrats do of collecting people's votes who are low propensity voters. So they they typically vote Republican, but they also don't typically vote. You know, they vote once every three cycles or something, going and making sure those people cast a ballot. Now, there's different ways to do that in different states, but Democrats are quite good at it. They've they've changed the game with mail-in voting and early voting, and Republicans have not responded, at least on that level. That needs to change. But ultimately, the point here is not that stuff. It's that if we're really going to see change in America, you got to go back to the root. The political being the downstream from culture, culture being downstream from spirituality, morality, that you got to pray. We got to pray. We got to pray more if we're going to see changes. So many things would just solve themselves if we were all in the same boat, if we got back to that ethic, got back to what's important. Going back to what Virginia said here, she says, the Lord knows we... Want to put our faith in humans, however, Jesus came for a reason. Thank you for thank you for saying that, Virginia. I always appreciate the comments. And once again, if you want to connect with me and just make your feelings known on that topic or any other, feel free at Radio Wiggins on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook there and, and direct message me. I'll see those. Sometimes a little late just because they get caught in the spam filter, but I will see them within a day or so, or a day or two. Uh, so follow through thanks for listening this is wiggins america you can get the podcast by typing in wiggins america which so many of you do and i thank you for that or you can listen on the rewind on the odyssey app we'll see you next week
0: get more at 97 one talk.com his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt and even after band camp he might not be the greatest musician